1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Now we're ready to start.
1: Now we're (laughs) ready. We start the podcast. Little preemptive.
0: Yeah, Mr. Smith was jumping in before I got to do my little. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, and I'm like, N- N- B- 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 B.
1: you're listening to the smooth sounds of Amy and Kent Smith. <laughs> the smooth sound, and we are so professional. In our jobs. <laughs> that voice yeah. like butter, baby. That voice like butter. Uh, oh my gosh! Voice is <laughs> like honey tonight, Raul. The soothing sounds of Raul, ladies and gentlemen. You had honey in your voice tonight, Raul.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I can't. That's from Cable Guy.
0: I can't even take it. Wow. All right. Well, hi, guys. Welcome to another edition of the Joy Junkie Show. We're going to be talking about judgment today.
1: Ooh.
0: And I specifically titled this Five Ways to Let Go of Judgment Especially if you think you don't judge.
1: <laughs> oh, how funny.
0: Because I think, the truth. I think that people who are involved in a lot of personal development or are constantly conscious about being better versions of themselves, there can be a place where we get to where we're kind of elitist about it.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: we kind of look down on our other friends and family who maybe aren't as into growing as a person, and then we're actually being judgmental of them. Mm. It's what I like to call when self-help goes bad, where we are almost doing the antithesis of what we need to be doing as growing and developing. So we're going to dig into that today. I think it should be kind of juicy. Your responsibility is to just have an open mind and not judge. But I do want to tell you guys about the retreat that I have coming up. The retreat is called I'm Enough Already. And you guessed it, we're going to be talking about worthiness, feeling like you're good enough, smart enough, lovable enough, pretty enough, all the enough pieces that interfere with us truly Mm -hmm. loving our life and taking ownership over the things that we really want to accomplish, You know, going after that job because you actually do feel educated enough or how to grapple with that sort of negative self-talk. We're also going to talk a lot about letting go of the past. I hear that over and over and over again. We're going to be targeting forgiveness for both yourself and others. So if you still carry a lot of resentment or animosity towards your parents or to your ex, let's say, or you're pissed at yourself for a job you think you blew or something like that, this is going to completely change living in that past, moving into actively crafting who you want to be in this world. And we're going to be talking about all things boundaries, really being able to speak up for yourself with the people in your life who might need a little... (laughs) might little need a boundary or two and we're going to be talking about confidence how does really truly valuing who you are and feeling like you are enough how does that affect your confidence and your ability to, let's say, go into the dating scene again after a hiatus or deciding to start your own business. All of this stuff comes back to your personal relationship with self. And I would absolutely love for you to come and learn and grow with me in paradise. Hello. And it's all-inclusive, by the way. is this gorgeous, gorgeous resort. On the beach in Cancun, Mexico, everything is included. I'm even going to pick you up and drop you off at the airport. All you have to do is get your flight to Cancun. You can even add additional days before and after if you would like. But all you have to do is get your ass to Mexico and I will take care of absolutely everything else. Kind of a sweet deal. For sure. It's going to be opening for registration to the VIP list only for a secret pre-sale with all the sexiest offers and extra bonuses and all of that. How do you get on that VIP list? You go to the slash retreat and just throw your name into that form and you will be the absolute first to hear about it. Well, why don't we liven it up with a little segment that you run?
1: Oh, yeah. That segment that we like to call... Would you rather Alright so today's would you rather is would you rather have a drum roll play before you start speaking to someone? Oh my god. Or a rim shot after you stop speaking.
0: <laughs> oh we need to like splice something in for this. this is
1: <laughs> like right there when I finish speaking. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you don't
1: know what a rim shot is.
0: And then if before I start talking But then it would be, oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is at the beginning of a conversation, like at the beginning of our podcast or at the end of our podcast. Like when you start engaging someone and then you go to leave, not after every paragraph.
0: Well, I'm just thinking that how funny would it be if, if it was... Right before I needed to tell you something kind of serious.
1: (laughs) And it's like I'm (laughs) pregnant. Ah. Not funny. Not funny.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not I'm not pregnant.
1: Okay, good. I'm just making sure you I clarify. Okay, good.
0: Thank you for letting me know. (laughs) But but then okay <laughs> so well time i almost feel like i'd rather have the drum roll because that makes me feel like everything i'm saying is going to be like profound and are you ready for this versus yeah. if it's a rim sh- is it rim shot rim shot. but okay so if it's a rim shot though that almost because it has the connotation of you just made a joke yeah that's or right or like womp womps you know easier to write you off not take you seriously so especially if i'm like closing up with a client.
1: <laughs> and it's been like this
0: powerful thing where we've addressed fear or, you know, maybe there's been a lot of tears or something like that. And it's like, but on ching
1: And that's how we accomplished world peace. but <laughs> 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 Or
0: just kind of anything. Like if I stood up for myself somewhere in a public forum or something like that, you know, with somebody hitting on you or a bank teller who makes a stupid comment or something like that mm-hmm. than to not be taken seriously. Cause there's just this like, wait a minute,
1: wait where?
0: I'd much wait, rather it be the drum roll right before I like take somebody to school.
1: Well, that would definitely add to the dramatic nature <laughs> of your personality for sure.
0: Well, what would you pick?
1: I think it would just be fun to see people's expressions if, at the end of the conversation before you left, it was like don't
0: like as you're walking away. Yeah, and then you could always have sort of like a like a pretend you're doing a mic drop with your hand.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! The drum roll would be nice though too. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with rimshot.
0: You are mm-hmm. okay. Well, we. <laughs> I'm gonna do drum roll because okay. I think then it'd be like. You're about to hear some shit. Like, you're going to take this bitch seriously right now. I want to hear <laughs> what you guys would rather. And we talk about it every single week over at the Joy Junkie After Hours Club on Facebook. And if you want to come hang out, we've got almost a 1,000 members. And everybody is super incredible to one another. No spammy, gross promoting of businesses. I make sure to keep that absolutely non-existent. But we do talk about every single podcast and what our takeaways were, and you have opportunities to ask questions. And we also talk about the Would You Rather every single Monday, which is hilarious. Because the, you guys come up with some really awesome reasoning behind mm-hmm.
1: what you choose. And yeah. then
0: there's always a grouping of people who try to like push the rules with Mr. Smith, and then he has to come <laughs> in and chime in about, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm your tits. Yeah, he's yeah. got to
0: come in and... <laughs> Which every time I hear that, I think of tits just like swirling around, like going, <laughs> <laughs> like, like just having a mind of their own, and they're just all over the place. Just cracks me up. Anyway. So come over to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That will redirect you right over to the Facebook group, and you can come hang out with us. Plus, there's a huge resource vault that I created just for the After Hours community that you'll have access to. And I do additional trainings every single Thursday where I answer club member questions. Would love to have you come join us. And again, just thejoyjunkie.com slash club, or find that link in the show notes. Cool. Mr. Smith comes and hangs out too, and... And chats it up a little bit. Sometimes
1: I do, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's pretty nice. All right, so let's talk a little bit about judgment, shall we? Let's do it. Here's the deal that I want to lay out here kind of as a precursor. We naturally as humans like to conclude... We know even from kind of a scientific standpoint that our mind likes to create the conclusion to a story. Mm. We like to categorize people. There's an actual element of feeling safe if we can assign meaning to things. If we can go, oh, you fit in that category or this scenario means this, where we can have sort of a completed end to the story. The reason I offer that is because even all of us who think that we're so evolved and we're so open-minded, we are wired to judge. Hmm. I don't think we're ever going to become void of judgment or blame for others. What I think is most important though right now is to heighten the awareness around where we do it in order to start tweaking how we approach other people. And our kind of open-mindedness around whatever might be happening in your world. Just so that we can grow and be better. We also are selective about the information that we allow into our sphere. So for instance, all of us are inundated with an overabundance of stimuli. Yes. right mm-hmm. like there is a million and one things that we could process in our brain but because we are trying to process every single thing that we see in our world we sort of have to be selective because we cannot process what i'm seeing over there what i'm seeing over there what is so we yeah. start to tune our minds to notice only certain things and mm. based off of our life experience and what we've gone through, we tend to see certain things more than others. That influences our biases, what our conclusions are, what our assumptions are. So none of that is a problem unless there's no wiggle room, mm-hmm. unless you feel infallible and that there's no contest and there's no way for you to grow and develop. In fact, my, I remember my dad saying, you know, kind of the minute you get too big for your britches is the day you stop learning. Yeah. I think especially in the climate that we're in politically, our job right now is to just straight up be curious and to listen and to watch our judgments, to watch our gut instincts of, nope, that's wrong. Nope, that's right. Nope, that person sucks. Nope, that, you know, or that's not real. That doesn't exist. I've really been challenging myself to look at any time I have a gut response to something to actually stop and question it Mm -hmm, and just think mm -hmm. of where is that informed by. Just wanted to throw that out as a precursor that this is natural and there's nothing wrong with you if you judge. However, we can foster growth by continuing to heighten that awareness and dig into it a little bit more. Mm, So that leads me to number one, heighten your awareness around your conclusions, and your assumptions. A lot of times what we do when we dig into the idea of I am right or this is the right way is we are attaching to opinion as fact. Yes. We are going, nope, that's just not right. Uh Uh-huh. And then we shut down the ability to entertain anything else. We see this a lot in marriages. If Hmm. you think my spouse drives too fast – And you're just hell bent on that is the truth. And that's actually opinion. That is not fact. How do we know what is too fast Mm, or too slow, right? But if we say you drive too fast and we stamp that as conclusive, we don't create any wiggle room to foster a conversation because we are 100% standing in judgment. The only way that person can win is if they acquiesce and they go, you're right, honey. How can I be better? And that never fucking happens. Let's be (laughs)
1: honest. Yeah, True.
0: So what I'm saying is you can have very strong opinions, but let's acknowledge that it's a fucking opinion.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? All right.
0: And then keep your mind open that there's other opinions. And I'm not saying that you have to agree. I'm just saying we grow and we foster connection with one another when we at least give credence to additional opinions.
1: Mm, Okay. But okay, so let's use the speeding example and help me go through this. Okay. If the speed limit that has been lawfully applied is 65 and somebody is driving 75 and uh, one person considers that too fast, that's their opinion, the other person can say, well, you can have your opinion because the fact is 65 is the speed limit.
0: Yes. So, what is happening is it is a fact that you're going over the speed limit.
1: Not that you're driving too fast. Exactly. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's
0: a fact that you are breaking the law or it's a fact that you are going 10 miles above the speed limit. Is that too fast? That's fucking subjective.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, do uh... we agree with
0: every fucking law that's out there? No. Do <laughs> you know what right. I mean?
1: yeah.
0: Is it – can you agree that that is the law, that's the fact? Sure, Right. But the opinion is around, is that too fast or not? Okay. All right. Yeah? I'm on board. Okay. So heighten your awareness around your conclusions or your assumptions. I realized I did this recently with uh, when the election was happening in 2016. I found myself going into a shit ton of judgments about Melania Trump. And I started making up this whole thing about who she is as a person. Hmm. I have no fucking clue. I mean, you guys know that I'm pretty much a bleeding heart liberal. I'm pretty open about that. And because we have alliances to specific ideologies or beliefs or standpoints, I have found myself attaching to specific articles or attaching to specific things that I don't know at all are rooted in fact. Hmm. But they're very left-leaning.
1: Right. They match the opinions that you have before you attach a fact to it or...
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. So
0: one of my things that I ask myself is always, is what is being presented to me a fact or is this opinion? And am I able to source a different sort of conclusion? Is there a possibility for me to open up my mind? And the reason behind this is because it fosters connection with a broader grouping of people. Mm-hmm. Because when we open our minds and our abilities to understand where other people are coming from, we foster the same sort of reciprocity. If I want to be understood from my perspectives on certain things, then I sure as fuck need to entertain somebody else's perspective, Yeah. whether or not I agree or not. And that's what I think we need to understand. In fact, when I was curating Relationship Rx and talking about a lot of dynamics inside of marriages, one of the things that I found so incredibly profound is that human beings will not create change. They will not change behavior, how they handle themselves, unless they feel understood. Mm -hmm. So if I'm coming at a different political party, let's say, and I'm just telling them why they're so shitty and why they're so wrong and why they're so fucked up, do you think they hear me? Right. Absolutely they just not. They
1: judge and categorize you.
0: The same right. way if I tell you, you're you're not doing enough. You're a fucked up husband and that's shitty that you did that or Aww. your your perspective on that is wrong. Do you ever go, tell me more, babe?
1: Yeah, I'd really like to know more about how shitty I am. Let's hear it. Never. No.
0: So I'm not saying that we open our minds in order to be swayed. Mm -hmm. I'm saying we open our minds in order to hear one another and find common ground, whether that's a marriage, a relationship, a sibling partnership, a business alliance, or the political sphere. Yeah. If we are able to at least understand, Mm -hmm. not agree, but understand, we can actually get a shit ton more done. Right. No matter what.
1: you're for Congress.
0: Stop. I can't. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So for me, that was checking in on what informed my conclusion. So if I go back to that Melania Trump, what informed my conclusion about the end of that story? I decided that she was a very specific type of woman based off of facts that I've been privy to from the fucking media. I have no idea what her life was like. I have no idea what was happening for her as an individual that made her make decisions that she made for her life. I know enough from dealing with women and dealing with the public that we show a very different reality than what's really happening for us internally. Why would I think that she would be any different? So I had to check myself and go, what informed my conclusion about her? Right. And really check myself. All right. So number one is heighten your awareness around your conclusions and your assumptions. Number two, stand in curiosity.
1: I love that. Just as a human, standing in curiosity is really... Absolutely. Thing to do.
0: Curiosity is the antidote to judgment. It absolutely is. Because curiosity allows for there to be multiple ends to the story instead of tidying it up with a bow and going, okay, done. You're this type of a human. You believe this, so that means you're this. And I have to mm-hmm. check myself all the time because again, like I said, we're fueled by a lot of propaganda, a lot of stimuli yeah. that we don't know fact from fiction. And we have to kind of be intelligent about what we're consuming and attaching to as truth. That's our responsibility. So standing in curiosity allows it to be so much more open-ended. For example, If you were to go to a grocery store, you see a woman who is pregnant. She is barefoot. She is disheveled and somewhat dirty. She's got one child who she's holding in one arm who has a totally dirty face, and she's pushing another one in a stroller, and they are all screaming, and the mom's yelling at them. We probably, everybody out there, has a visual. What's that visual informed by? Do you have an age? Do you have a race mm. that you just pictured? All of that is informed by some sort of shit that we've experienced in our own lifetime. Huh, okay. But what we're doing is concluding what that person is. Oh, they must be on welfare. They must be robbing the system. They might. Mu- we might have all these differences of opinion. They're uneducated. They're this. They're that. And we don't know jack shit about what it's like to live in that person's
1: life. Maybe she just did a mud run. That's right. With her kids.
0: Maybe she believes in being (laughs) grounded and doesn't like the idea of shoes, never has. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, we just don't, we don't know. We don't know. In that moment, if you shift from blame, if you shift from your conclusion, your assumption, to one of curiosity, first of all, it feels a shit ton better. When we judge people, it is cloaked in an emotion that feels shitty. Mm -hmm. It feels kind of... And, but when you, when you go to a place of curiosity, like, I wonder what, what her perspective is on parenting. I wonder how she got to this specific place. I wonder if she feels very at peace right now, or if this is super embarrassing for her. Is this her normal reality? Is she, is she super loving? Is this an outlier as far as how she behaves normally? Like, if you just start going into this place of curiosity, you might find a ton of other potential conclusions and it feels a shit ton better. Right. It feels a shit ton better to stand in curiosity. Another example that I use skill of curiosity all the time is when somebody's rude to me Mm -hmm. or like, let's say- Let's say you are, somebody's checking you out at a grocery store and they're ringing you up mm-hmm. and and they're kind of snide or it was kind of curt. Our instinct is to retaliate, right? To be a little defensive or make them wrong or like, God, what crawled up your ass? Mm-hmm. Instead of going, hmm, I wonder what informed their life that that is how they behave or that is how they are taking care of themselves, right? right? Like we get defensive, we cast blame, we hurl insults because we're trying to stay safe, for the most part. There's some way in which we feel threatened that we feel as though we need to defend through acrimony and being biting. If I can tap into that, that makes me see them way more as a human. I remember at one of my retreats, the gals and I were all sitting at a table and the service, the, the server at the time was horrible to us and just really snide, really just an intense attitude. And so I was like, you guys, this is truly an opportunity for us to be curious. We can reciprocate that. We can mirror that and become just as bitchy back. And how does that feel? Does that get us anywhere? Are there any more connections that happen? Absolutely not. Is there a potential or our food to get spit in? Absolutely. (laughs) However, If we treat that other person from a different angle of, I wonder what informed their life. I wonder what their day has been like. I wonder what working at this restaurant has felt like for them. I wonder how they view us as patrons. Yeah. Getting curious creates so many more opportunities for us.
1: I really try to do that as a practitioner too. Mm -hmm. I just had this happen yesterday. As a matter of fact, there was a gal that came in and, oh gosh, she was telling me all about her medical history and- You know, very very detailed about her knee surgeries and this and that, and very wrapped up in the in the not necessarily in the diagnosis of it, but just in all of the technical medical aspect of where she was. Yep. And I kind of had to go, why? How did she get here? How did she get to where everything is about the technical experience? Right? Is she a nurse? Is the you know like where does she come from? Yeah. And as I got more curious and just listened to her, yeah, I realized that all the other practitioners that had been in contact with her and had informed her on where she was, were all stuck in that medical part. So she was too. Yeah. And if I hadn't listened, I could have easily been wrapped up in, okay, well, it's a knee problem and went right to right. that, right? But it felt more systemic. And as I listened- yes. I actually found out that she just needed to have someone compliment her on how strong she was.
0: Right. How much she had done.
1: And you saw her shoulders drop immediately. Wow. As soon as she got that call, she's like, thank you. You know, yeah. as soon as I didn't treat her as a number. Right. And treated her like a person.
0: Or put her in a fucking box.
1: Or put her in a box. Yeah. I didn't judge, I just listened. Yes. Right? And it was a perfect example of being curious.
0: Yes. And we have to fight the gut instinct to judge. We have to fight putting someone in a box. Mm -hmm. Like when they tell us all their box stuff, like I've got this and I'm this Mm -hmm. and I'm Mm -hmm. that, we have Mm -hmm. to go, are you though? (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more about your experience. But I think what is so key here that you spelled out so eloquently is the listening piece and we've been talking about this a lot in our household around just the things that are going on in our political sphere and one of the things that i've noticed for myself is the in- the instant that judgment kicks in like that's dumb mhm i it, that is now my clue in that is the genesis for me to go wait a minute what's that informed by How can you get a little bit more curious? All right. So number one, heighten your awareness around your conclusions. When do you assume? When do you tidy it up in like a fine little box, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, start employing the skill of curiosity. Start noticing your judgments and take that into a different mental space of who is this person? What might they feel? What do I not know about them? Foster a lot of those open ended questions. All right, so before I go any further, I have a quick message from this week's sponsor. Who else has tried Fab Fit Fun? If you do not already know about this, you're about to, my friend. It is a seasonal box with, get this, about eight to 10 full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. 8 to 10! Full size! It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. I swear to you, getting your Fun box in the mail seriously feels like it's your birthday four times a year. In one of my boxes, I actually got an amazing lip stain and gloss by Duce that I seriously wear all the time. It does not move. And one of the things that's so amazing about them in particular is some of their items in the boxes are customizable. Plus, you can do add-ons. Do not miss out because they sell out of each season's box pretty quickly. Check out fabfitfun.com and use the code JUNKIE, Junkie, to save an extra 10 bucks on your very first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's www.fabfitfun.com and use the code Junkie to save that 10 bucks. Hello, self care! Number three. Use the mantra, your journey is your own journey. So this is another piece of separating where you spend your mental energy. This came out of a situation that I had with um, some girlfriends many years ago where we were going to Vegas. Now, if you haven't been to Vegas, let me just tell you that it is a cornucopia of all sorts of different people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All sorts.
0: I mean, all sorts of people. And... It's very easy to assign judgment, blame, sh- you know, uh, slut shame people, or think that they're homeless when they're totally not, or you make judgments.
1: They're wealthy and they're not.
0: Exactly. Yeah. There are so many easy pipelines to completely lose yourself in judgment in Vegas
1: mm-hmm. because
0: there's so many things that are outliers there that we don't see very often. Right. So it's easy for us to just make them wrong instead of being open minded to it. Yeah one of the things that we noticed right away as we were driving up and down the strip is, and I was really obviously involved in personal development at the time. This is almost 10 years ago now that I'm thinking about it. And we were all driving along in the car and we were noticing that our instinct was to sh- t- talk shit about the people on the street mm-hmm. and just like judge who they are and like, Oh, check oh, them out. That and, crazy
1: motherfucker or whatever, even. you know, mm-hmm. and just
0: name call. And I realized that in that moment, we could continue down that path of shit talking. We could continue to occupy the conversations in our car by disparaging other humans, or we could arrest that shit talking right in its tracks by just summing it up by, you know what? Your journey is your own journey. (laughs) So that was our statement to stop ourselves from going down a judgmental path. It was, it was kind of recognizing going back to number one, whoo, I just made a conclusion. You know what? I'm going to stop it. Your journey is your own journey. I am not, I don't get to size up that person. I don't get to say you suck or you are in this category or you're wrong or I'm right or you're affluent or you're poor, you know, making derogatory comments. I don't get to do that. It's
1: so easy to do. It is so easy to do. That's why
0: it is the consciousness creating that awareness is the biggest piece of it. sure. So start using that as a way to stop yourself if you're in a judgmental flow stop the judgment instead of feeding it
1: i think another um example of that is maybe you met a celebrity once and they were rude to you mhm and you think oh that celebrity is an asshole yep because that's the experience that you've had yep that person it might it's a person by the way might have been just having a bad day totally and didn't mean to take it out on you at they all did. but they did mm-hmm. And the only experience you had with that person is what you see in their movies or whatever they do and that experience that you had with them in that moment. Yep. So, and we kind of go, oh, well, that person's a jerk. Here's what happened. Right. Right? And we spread that. That's right. And we say, that person did this. And then that person has that judgment too.
0: That's right. And all that really happened was a set of circumstances on that specific day. The fact was, if we're talking about the facts... That person said this thing to me on this day. Right. And then I interpreted that to mean something egregious something or- Something about
1: their personality or whatever. And yeah. then
0: we conclude that that is who they are mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and
1: always. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: My God, I don't want to be held accountable for some of the shitty things I've done.
1: <laughs> right? Either. Like oh and, and I
0: have to be. We have to be. We have to be sure. held accountable. Right? But what I'm saying is we all want that little bit of grace. We all want to know that, yeah, sometimes we say shit we shouldn't. Sometimes we behave in in a snarky way, and that's not okay. And we're also human, and we all do want a little bit of grace. So let's give that to each other, right? Let's give a little bit of grace. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All right, number one, awareness around your assumptions and your conclusions. Number two, practicing curiosity. Number three, using the mantra, your journey is your own journey whenever you find yourself slipping into that shit-talking, blamey, judgy place. Number four, stand in self-care versus judgment. Again, what you're noticing about a lot of this stuff is it's mindset shit. It's about what you allow to occupy your train of thought. So the idea of self-care versus judgment, I'll give you an example. I realized years ago when I was working in cosmetics, I worked with another gal who... At the time, my judgment of her was, you are so superficial. I felt like she was always really interested in her latest handbag. She would freak out about it where she was eating lunch outside to come back in that her handbag might get wet if it was raining. Like there was just concerns that she had that wouldn't have occupied my mind and I found myself making a lot of assumptions about who she was. Mm-hmm. Like you're shallow, you don't, you know, I, I just all, all of the things that I think a lot of you guys could probably think of yourself, right? We all have our innate judgmental instincts. Yeah. So I realized that I could continue that mental process of focusing on why I thought she was lame or she was a bad person or too shallow or whatever it was. Or I could switch to self-care and I could switch to self-care in a way of, okay, how do I need to take care of Amy? How do I actually need to be proud of the person that I am? What do I need to do with my own behavior? Is it maybe being kind to her, even if I don't Mm -hmm. understand her or get her? Is it to go hang out with somebody else who I feel more in alignment with? There are always, almost always a better way for you to spend your time than standing in judgment.
1: Yeah, for sure. And if
0: you just stand in a place of like, okay, how can I be the best Amy instead of judging? What does that look like? And for me at the time, it meant being more open-minded when I'm around her, to be more curious, but then to also spend my time and energy being around people who I did feel more of a connection with yes, and spending sir. my time talking to them about things that were of substance to me and things that I actually cared about. Yeah. But But she and I did have... We ended up having some really great conversations because instead of me just stamping her as this is who you are, I tried to keep my mind open a little bit and actually be curious about her. And a lot of how she behaved was very apparent from the things that she would share with me about her upbringing or how she was raised or, you know, all sorts of different things. And I could kind of go, oh, okay, I get it and create that understanding because I agree with it and I think all of her behavior was acceptable? No. But because I want to foster understanding of me too.
1: Yeah. that's I like that.
0: I want all of us to give each other more grace, more understanding, less stamping of conclusions and assumptions. Mm -hmm. All right. So look, asking yourself like, okay, Ooh, I just caught myself judging. How do I need to take care of me given that this is the circumstances? Do I need to lean into curiosity? Do I need to distance myself from this person? What do I need to do in order to not go down that portal of this person fucking sucks? And they're wrong. All right. Number five. This is a huge one. Check your own judgment of self. Check your self-judgment, my friend. A lot of times, now this does not always apply. Okay. This, and I need you guys to hear that. However, sometimes it does. For instance, if you're picking apart somebody else's body, like let's say you are scrolling through Instagram and you see somebody posing in a bikini and you kind of want to slut shame them or you kind of want to be like, what a whore just posing in a bikini. What, what is really happening about your own body image? How do you feel about your own body? How do you feel about your own sexuality? Is there a judgment that's happening that's actually about your own judgment of self? Now, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's rooted in your own morality, your own sense of right and wrong, what's acceptable behavior and what's not. Right. Your own sense of justice, things like that. But I do think that there are times when if we assume everybody else is being judgmental of us, it's likely because we're used to judging them.
1: hmm Mm
0: -hmm. if you are really acutely judgmental of somebody else's parenting, is there something that you need to acknowledge about your own ability as a parent? Are there insecurities there? Hmm. And I'm not saying that you switch to self-judgment. I'm saying switch to a different way to occupy your mind. Like, ooh, getting curious. Is there something here I might need to look at as far as my own insecurities around my own body or my own insecurities around my ability to parent. Do I need to push myself? Do I need to be more loving to myself? Do I need to applaud my own parenting efforts? Do I need to acknowledge what I have done the same way that I probably need to give grace to other people about their sure. parenting?
1: Right, right. So
0: quick for us to judge when people have children who are flying off the handle in stores, right? <laughs> yeah. And what does that actually say about us? our own tolerance. And again, like I said, it does not always apply, but it is certainly worth getting curious about and pushing yourself to go, hmm, is there something that I need to look at internally? Yeah. All right. So let's recap. Number one, heighten your awareness around your conclusions and your assumptions and ask yourself, what informed my conclusion here? Is this rooted in fact or is this opinion? Number two, stand in curiosity. Start to entertain the idea of a different narrative. Number three, use the mantra of your journey is your own journey. Allow that to arrest you going down that path of shit-talking or putting somebody in a box. Mm Mm-hmm. Number four, look at how can you stand in self-care versus judgment? Instead of deciding this person sucks, could you just occupy your mind with, how can I caretake for me in this situation? How can I be the best person of me in this situation? Yeah. And number five, check that self-judgment. Look at if there is actually something you're saying about yourself through the judgment for other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all I, good things to yeah. reflect, for sure.
0: I'm also going to put a link to a pod we did on blame the pod we did on blame has a lot more to do with sort of a lack of forgiveness and more so when we are attached to our judgment like we will like my ex is an ass and i refuse to change like i'm going to Mm. blame forever so if you want some additional ideas and some skills check out the show notes page because i will link to that as well anything else you wanted to
1: throw in hmm no cool no 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 do you have anything to add Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, done. Not done. nothing, nothing at all <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> no you don't nye, nye.
0: <laughs> all right guys and come hang out with us in the in the after hours club and we will see you around these parts next week here is to loving and living your most badass life
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.